0: Today's prayer focus is increased influence in the world. And we're going to pray. We're going to pray for that in a little bit as we we get back into worship and prayer. But I want to share something a little uh, on a little different uh, lines tonight. I don't know about y'all, but but especially especially this time of year, you know, since we've been been two and a half weeks now praying and fasting. I don't know about y'all, but for me, just especially in the last couple of days, I just have been getting uh, a. a a great hunger an increased hunger and desire for the presence of god what about y'all Is any of y'all sensing the same thing just just wanting to be in god's presence wanting to experience god's presence and and that's as we're going to see tonight i want to i want to share a few things if you have your bible turn with me to exodus chapter 33 exodus chapter 33 you know as pastor Tal was talking about the holy spirit on on sunday and uh, about um you know how Some, you know, preachers say, hey, stay away from anybody talks about the Holy Spirit. But you know what? Living without the Holy Spirit is living without the presence of God. Amen? Amen? So, no Holy Spirit, no presence. But when you have the Holy Ghost, you have the presence of the Lord. And and, and I can't imagine trying to walk this life without God's presence. And we're going to see right here in Exodus 33, uh, beginning in verse uh, 12, what Moses said and spoke, and it was so powerful, second book of the Bible. And this is, just to set this up real quick, this was after the Israelites had came out of Egypt and uh, they were on their 40-year detour in the wilderness on their way to the promised land, okay? So in Exodus 33 and verse 12, it says this, one day Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me, take these people up to the promised land, but you haven't told me whom you will send with me. You have told me, I know you by name, And I look favorably on you. If it is true that you look favorably on me, let me know your ways so I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor. And remember that this nation is your very own people. The Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. Then Moses said, if you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me, on me and on your people if you don't go with us? Now this is, I said, I read all that to read this right here. For your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all other people on the earth. Your presence among us is what sets us all apart from other people on the earth. You know, it's, and and I'm not knocking any of the stuff I'm about to say, and I've said this before. It's not Christian t-shirts. It's not Christian bumper stickers. If you have those, I'm not knocking them. That's okay. It's not wearing a cross around your neck. It's not even coming to church. There's a lot of people in this country that go to church. It's actually, it's not even praying. There's a lot of people that pray and they live like the devil the rest of the week or the rest of the, you know, the Bible makes it clear it's the presence of God that sets us apart. It's His presence. His presence lets us know that He is alive and He is real. You know, I, I begin to think about this. I think that's why some people don't believe in God because they never experienced His presence. If you experience the presence of God, you can't deny how real He is. Amen? You know, the heart of our Christian experience is the journey towards His intimate embrace. An intimate embrace with the Heavenly Father. Spending time in the Lord's presence should be the highest priority of our life. The pursuit of His presence. The, the, the desire to, to do that. And it's sometimes it's hard sometimes you can't you can't always do it this morning I was you know ready and, and just excited to go spend the time in the presence of God and ready to go and right before I walked out of the door of my house, I found something that that was going on that threw off my whole schedule and it's just like it happens, but I weaved and went through my day and 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 got to sneak away a couple of times and just desiring to be in God's presence amen and, and before I go any further, you know the thing about it is and 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 you know I might be getting ahead of myself here, is that we don't always have to sneak away. The goal is to walk in God's presence. The goal is to live in God's presence. That's what Moses was saying is, listen, if you don't come with us every step of the way, every day, I want to live in your presence. His presence don't reside just in this church, right? It don't reside just in our homes or just in the prayer room or just in our cars, right? We want to live and walk in his presence because the Holy Spirit is inside of us. He's inside of us. But sometimes we're moving at such a fast pace that, you know, we, we, we neglect to, to understand and recognize his presence. Does that make sense? Are y'all, y'all, y'all following me? So just real quick, I want to, I want to look at, at a few things that happens when, when, when we get in God's presence. And and I hope tonight, if you have already, and I know a lot of y'all have, I know especially midweek and a lot of y'all have been coming to prayer meetings, you you have, if you haven't already had a hunger, you you have developed an appetite for the presence of God, or that appetite, and that hunger has gotten greater, right? But I hope if you haven't tonight, if maybe like Pastor Ty was saying on Sunday, you've been fighting and you've been warring, and maybe you still just feel like you, 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 you hadn't been in the presence of God. I pray tonight that you develop that hunger and that just a desire that no matter what it takes, just like the lady that, that pressed through the crowd, through a bunch of people, and did all she could to get into the presence of Jesus. Amen? I, I pray that that'll that that that'll be your desire tonight. So let's look at a few things that happens when we get in God's presence. Number one, that, that we experience joy at its fullest. We experience the joy of the Lord at its fullest. Psalm 1611 says this, You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy in his presence is fullness of joy you know when you're in a relationship with someone who truly loves you you get excited and joyful to be around them right right when you when you when you're in a relationship your husband your wife maybe even a good friend you you look forward to getting around that pe- that person why because they pay attention to you because they want to be with you as well right you get excited. You get joyful, you know, when, when you're around, especially those of us that are married, especially those those early stages, right? I mean, you get real giddy to be around, you know, your your, your, your girlfriend or your fiance or whatnot. And hopefully those of us that are married still feel the same way, right? Y'all have to say amen right there if your spouse is sitting next to you. But it's true. Or no matter who it is, you, you get excited. You get full of joy to be around that person and be in their presence. But, you know. Staying with that, the same illustration of a physical or uh, earthly relationship, if you break up or you get a divorce, it can be depressing. It can be lonely. Right? I, I, I think again. I think so, so there's a lot of people, even some Christians, walking around depressed and they feel lonely because they haven't been spending time in the presence of God. And look, I, to, I'm not I'm not trying to bash people. To some of their look, some of that people walk through, some, and I understand some tough stuff, maybe some tragedy, some trauma in their life, some serious things that have happened that makes it hard for them to press on through that. And I totally understand. That's why we're praying and fasting and believing for breakthroughs. But you know, the Bible makes it clear that in His presence is the fullness of joy. In his presence. You know, me and Pastor Brady prayed with a man yesterday that, that was dealing with severe, severe depression and, 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 and was, was, was having some, some pretty bad thoughts. And you know what? And, and, and the antidote to that, and it's going to take some time because of everything going on in his life is getting in the presence. In the presence of God, there's fullness of joy. You know, you think about it. That's why the disciples were so upset when Jesus said to them, Hey, I'm, I'm going to be going away or Hey, I'm, I'm going to be dying because they were in Jesus' presence for a few years so they were upset. They're like, man, Jesus is going to be going away. We spent all this time in the presence of Jesus, and he's going to be going away. But they didn't realize that the Holy Spirit would come and would be with them for the rest of their lives. Amen. Jesus said it's better that we go away. You know, I've heard people saying, I understand that. You know, I would have loved to walk with Jesus the days of Jesus. Me too. Look, I, that would be great. But Jesus said it's better now because we have the Holy Spirit with us all the time. We can constantly Tap into the presence of God. Amen? Y'all, y'all tracking with me? So the first thing is joy at its fullest. The second thing is that times of refreshing, we get so refreshed in the presence of God. Amen? Acts three nineteen and 20 says, now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Then listen to what it says. Then times of refreshment will come from what? From the presence of the Lord. Times of refreshing comes in God's presence. Sometimes we do need to repent of sin and whatnot, but, but we get refreshed. It's like, especially down here in South Louisiana, when you're working in the hot sun all day, if you're outside or whatever, and you're just dirty and sweaty and stinky, isn't it nice to just jump in that cold shower and, and, and and wash off? Isn't that refreshing? Or maybe jump in a pool and just start swimming, you know, in the middle of the summer or at the end of December, whatever. It might be hot, you know, and you want to get refreshed. Isn't it refreshing? You know, how much more the presence, I mean, y'all know that. That's why tonight as we worship and as the team leads us, during overflow, I just encourage if you've never been to an overflow and it's just two hours of just, I mean, wave after wave, you know, after going through maybe a, a tough week or a tough time or maybe a tough month or year, you know, struggles, hurt, pain, shame, tragedy, sickness, and life in general can bog us down. We need to be refreshed. We need a spiritual refreshing. We need a, 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 our souls to be refreshed. There are certain things we can do in the natural. We have hobbies and things that we can wind down and do. That refreshes us, and that's great. But there's, there's only one thing that can refresh the soul, and that's the presence of the living God. Only the presence of God. The third thing, and I mean, obviously, this list is I mean not exhaustive. There's many, many things that happen in the presence of God. But for the sake of time tonight, just a few things. The third thing is that our hearts begin to soften in God's presence. We begin to get a softened heart. Psalm, I love this scripture. Psalm 97.5 says this, the mountains melt like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of all the earth, or the whole earth. So I begin to think, if if the mountains can melt like wax in God's presence, our hearts can surely melt too, right? Our hearts can melt again. Life situations can harden us one towards God and then two towards people, or just even towards life itself. Situations. A lot of y'all lifting your hands. this just boxes, you know, at least halfway full. And there's just so many situations that happen in life that can harden our heart. we can get hard. We can get callous. There's something about getting in the presence of God that just begins to soften you. You ever been there where you, you know, and I've told this story a lot, and I even took it out of my notes, but I think it's a great illustration. So a lot of y'all, you know, you know, when when you when you know y'all you you get into a, a heated discussion with your spouse. You ever had one of those? Or two or three, maybe? And I, there's times where me and Cassie got into it, man, and 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 I just knew this time I was right. You ever had those moments like, okay, I've been wrong a lot of times, but this time I'm right, okay? And and I, I went to bed that night knowing I'm right. I left the house knowing I'm right. Like, she's going to have to apologize because I, I know that, that I was in the right on this one, okay? I just knew it until I got into the presence of God. And right when I started praying, right when I started worshiping, I feel this little tap on my shoulder. You need to call your wife. You need to apologize. What happened? As I began to worship, you know... Even if it was for a moment, that situation that I knew I was so stubborn and knew I was right, or maybe even just a a twinge a little hard towards her in that moment, as I got into the presence of God and sensed God's presence and just allowed him to love on me and just begin to tell him how good he was, my heart softened towards her. And then I got convicted and found out I was wrong as well. Right? But it started with that softening of like, you know, because we can dig in and be like, man, you know, I know I'm right this, or that person hurt me, that person did me wrong. And we just, we have this attitude of like, it don't matter. And the more we do that, the more we build up those walls, the more we build up that, that callousness. You know what, again, if, 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 if the mountains can melt in the presence of the Lord, all the walls we've put up in our own life towards God and towards people, they can melt as well. So a softened heart. Maybe to some of y'all in here tonight, you've been been hardened just because of life. Some of y'all have been dealt a rough hand in life. And none of it's even your fault at all. And you maybe gotten hardened over the course of weeks, months, years. The Lord wants to soften your heart. The Bible says that he'll take a heart of stone and make it into a heart of flesh, which means a soft heart. His presence. He has the ability to do that, and it comes through his presence. Amen? And then the last and the most important thing I just want to talk about tonight is the greatest thing that can happen in God's presence is transformation. That we become transformed in God's presence. And, I mean, there's so many different veins that transformation can take. But Romans 12, 2 says it like this. I like how the the, the Good News translation says it. It says, do not conform yourself to the standards of this world, but let God, let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. Now, I know in this this specific, uh, you know, reference, it was talking about a renewing or changing of the mind, but that goes for anything. Just that one part, let God transform you inwardly. Listen, I heard a man of God say this. We don't want just change. It's good to to change everything. We don't want to just be changed. We want to be transformed. Because in in essence, you can actually change some things yourself. You have the power to change some things, right? There's some things you can do and you can dig in and, and change. But only God can truly transform our lives. And the more we encounter God, the more we encounter him in his presence, we become transformed a personal transformation flows from the actual experience of the heavenly father's presence and that's why i, I want to just spend a little time it's not just knowing about the presence of god but it's experiencing him and obviously we increase our time in his presence when we increase our intimacy with the lord and that, you know, Mary and Martha is a great example. Martha was doing all these good things, trying to serve the Lord, and we can do a bunch of things. But that's such a great picture. Mary's sitting right there at his feet, just listening to Jesus, sitting in his presence, right? Sitting at his feet in his presence, just listening to him. Martha's running all over the place doing stuff. She gets mad. Jesus, tell my sister to come help me. What does Jesus say? She picked the most important thing, the better thing. It means she picked the most important thing. She has her priorities right, is in essence what Jesus was saying. Sitting here in my presence, at my feet. That goes back to where I started, that this should be the priority of our lives. First and foremost, in his presence. And when that happens, we begin to get transformed. We begin to get get delivered, amen? We begin to get get healed. We begin to just, our minds begin to get renewed when we get into the presence of the Lord, amen? And there's many different ways we do that. Increased intimacy, we know. Well, as we talk about through worship, through worship, getting it. I mean, that to me, and, and to most of us, you hear Pastor Todd saying a lot too, one of the greatest ways I sense God's presence is when we start worshiping. Well, then, here or in my own time, you know, we, I got a new worship album and today I, I wanted to, man, Cassie was telling me about one song and I wanted to listen to it so bad I didn't have it on my phone yet. I had my laptop, I was walking my laptop going with my headphones, I wanted to listen to that, song, <laughs> that album so bad because I just can tell it ushered in the presence of God, you know, I just wanted to get before the Lord. That's just one way, there's many different ways. Praying's is the next way, especially if you got your heavenly prayer languages, praying in the spirit. You know, I've said this before. And we don't, and I want to say this, you might not always feel God's presence, and we don't want to try to serve God by feelings, but there's been many, many times where I've prayed in the Spirit, in my heavenly language, for an extended amount of time. And, and when I stop, there's such, it's, it's a, it's a feeling of God's presence, but of power. Because as Pastor Todd talked about on Sunday, you receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. When you, when you pray in the Spirit, there's, there's, there's the power aspect of His presence. And it's not, it's not, it's, it's a feeling that I don't get any other time, but when I pray in the Spirit for an extended amount of time. That's another way. Obviously fasting. You, I'm sure how many of y'all have a, and let me see a show of hands. How many of y'all have experienced God's presence more in the last two and a half weeks than you have in a while? Amen. Fasting. I mean, I don't have to say any more about that. We, we've been doing that. Fasting is a great way to, to tap into the presence of God. And then through experiencing his word, I, I heard the, the, the latest prayer meeting was awesome last night. huh? I heard it was it was the, the presence of God was all over this place. And, and I saw, you know, that they put a quote up with what Tanya said about not just reading God's word, but experiencing the word of God. You, you experience his presence. When you start experiencing his word, when you start getting in the word more for just reading. But to the Lord, today, I want to encounter you. I want to know you. I want to I experience who you are through your word. And it could be through reading the word or hearing, listening for God's word, listening intently for God's word. That's how we become. That's one of the ways in Romans 12, too, it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It talks about our minds being renewed by the washing of the water of the word. His presence is ushered in in these ways and, and many others. And, and again, I want to just say, you know, it's not just a, 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 a certain time of the day or, 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 or a certain time, but it's it's moments in time as we move through the day. Being aware of God's presence, being aware of him in us and around us and surround, all around us, but especially when we hunger and thirst to be in his presence. You know, I, I'll close up with this and then we'll we'll spend the rest of the time in worship and in prayer but i heard a story i heard a story one time about a a, a worship leader and he had just finished doing a big a, a big night of worship and it was at a conference or something like that and uh the conference was over the sessions were over and everything um you know it, it might have been at like even like a camp or something they were serving dinner afterwards and uh and everybody had finished they had left everybody was eating everybody had left the cafeteria and and somebody uh, Walked back in the cafeteria a little while later, and this worship leader was sitting at the table, and he was eating, like, really, really slow. Like, he'd take a bite, and he would, I mean, and, and they just watched him for a little while, just kind of in amazement, like, like what is he doing? Like, is something wrong with him? Like, what's, he was, he just, he'd take a bite, he real slow, he'd chew real slow. And and the next day after he just kind of saw him was just kind of like, I think I'm going to, you know, just back out of here. And the next day he, he talked to this, this worship leader and he said, man, last night I just so happened I noticed you that you were eating real slow in the cafeteria like you was taking your time. And he said, what was that about? He said, I sensed and felt God's presence so heavy on my life, I didn't want it to leave. He said, so I was eating slow because I didn't want to do anything sudden or anything to mess that up. But he... He was enjoying the presence of God so much that it almost in essence, I mean he didn't want it to. he didn't want it to leave, he didn't want it to lift. I'm like, Lord, that's the kind of desire I want for your presence. Lord, I don't want to do anything that's going to cause me to, to to be away from your presence And listen, you might say, well, Brandon, I've never felt the presence of God. You know it's not about always about feeling and goosebumps, but let me ask you this: have you since you've been saved? Have you had greater times of peace than before? Have you been comforted in times of, of tragedy or of uncertainty and you just say, man, I for some reason, I'm not worried. I'm, I'm not, I have a peace about that. H- have you experienced that? That's God's presence. When you have a peace that you can't explain, when you're comforted and you're assured of something that there's no assurance for, that's God's presence working in your life. Amen. Why don't you stand up with me and let's, come on, let's. Let's continue to pursue his presence right now. Come on, let's, let's, let's begin to cry out. And let's begin to ask the Lord for more of him, for more of his presence, for more of a hunger. Come on, let's start there. Come on, I want you to pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your presence. We thank you, just as Moses said, Lord God, that it's your presence. It's your presence, Lord, among us. That sets us apart from the rest of the people of the earth. Lord, help us to never settle for anything less than living in, walking in your presence, oh God. Come on, begin to cry out to the Lord right now and ask Him. Come on, ask Him to give you a greater hunger for His presence right now. Father, I want a greater hunger, Lord. I feel a sense of stirring, Lord God. I sense a stirring, not only in me, but in your people, Lord God. For a greater desire for your presence, Lord. We don't want to settle. We don't want to settle. Come on, cry out to the Lord. Ask Him right now. Lord, give me a greater desire. Give me a greater desire. More than we hunger for food. We've been fasting for two and a half weeks. I know a lot of us are hungry. But Lord, we want you're to desire and to hunger for your presence more than anything else. Just as Moses said, Lord, we don't want to go, Lord. We don't want to leave the house tomorrow without your presence. We don't want to go to work with you without your presence. We don't want to go to school without your presence, Lord God. Lord, I don't want to try to do life without your presence. Lord, I I need your presence in my life. Come on, begin to cry out and ask him. Lord, I need your presence in in my family. Come on, let's pray over our marriages and our families right now and ask God's presence to be in it. Father, we want your presence in our marriage lord, i want your presence in our marriage in a greater way come on let's ask him. i want your presence lord god in my children's life in my home in a greater way lord god i want your presence come on begin to ask him right now that his presence would fill your heart would fill your home right now come on you begin to cry out and ask the lord father in the name of jesus lord flood us with your presence flood us with your presence Lord in your presence the mountains melt like wax in your presence Lord God there is fullness of joy come on some of y'all maybe hadn't experienced joy in a long time come on ask the Lord to pour out his his presence and that that joy would overflow in your life Father I pray Lord for those that are depressed those that feel lonely Lord God pour out your spirit pour out your presence upon their lives Lord God cause them to hunger and to thirst come on ask him right now if that's you To hunger and thirst that your presence would increase in our lives. Lord, we can't do this on our own, nor do we want to. We need your presence, Almighty Father. We need your presence, Lord. Oh, we need you. Come on, let's ask the Lord to pour out his presence upon this church in a greater way. That when people step on this campus, every night we have live groups, Wednesday and Sunday services. Come on, let's ask the Lord that that people don't even, they might not even recognize what they're experiencing, but they feel something different. They sense something different when they walk on this campus. Come on, ask the Lord, can you can you pray with me, Saints? Father, we pray, pour out your presence, Lord God, in this ministry, Lord, in a greater way. Lord God, let there be a tangible. Like, God, the like Shekinah glory that pours out upon this place tonight, Father, in the name of Jesus and every day. that like God, when people pull in the parking lot, they would sense, like God, your presence like never before, Father God. Like never before. That they would sense something different, Lord God. That even if they don't know what it is, they would sense a peace. They would sense, Lord God, your grace, your love, the loving embrace of the Father, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord pour it out pour it out pour it out like god rivers of living water i pray my god would flow from my innermost being and flow from this church like god into our community come on let's ask the lord to pour out his presence on our community come on how many of y'all agree that that our community needs the presence of god Amen. Come on, let's pray that. Father, pour out your presence. Let revival fire be poured out upon our community, Lord God, upon our city, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord God. Just as you poured out your presence, Lord God, on the whole nation of Israel, just as you poured out your presence on whole cities, Lord. Let it be Lafayette. Let it be Acadiana. Let your presence reside that when people talk about this area, they say that's where the presence of God resides. Is in that city, is in that community, is in that parish right there in Acadiana. Lord, pour out your presence, pour out your spirit. Come on, the prayer topic for today is an increased influence in the world. Come on, I believe the greater the presence of God in our life, the greater influence we'll have. Amen? Come on, let's begin to ask him that, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, give us greater influence, Lord. Give us greater influence in our community. Give us greater influence, Lord God, in our workplace. Like, I give us greater influence in our schools. Come on, young people. Y'all pray. Begin to cry for your school right now. Ask the Lord to give you a greater influence. Ask the Lord for the presence of God to fall on your school right now. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, may you feel every schoolhouse with your presence, Lord God. May you feel, Lord God, every home. That would be influential, like God. Help us to be, like God, influential Lord, in our homes with our own children, like God, with those around us, Lord. God, increase your influence in our lives, Lord. Increase your influence, like God, in each and every one of our lives, Lord. That we, like God, in a greater way, can, can be carriers of the presence of God. That be carriers. Come on, there's a, there's a story in the, in the Old Testament, I love it. And, and, the priests were carrying the Ark of the Covenant. They were carrying the Ark of the Covenant and they were about to cross over the Jordan River. And and, and the Lord tells them, follow the priests and go where they go because you have not gone this way before. And the reason they said to follow the priests, not only because they were the leaders, because they were carrying the presence of God. Amen? Come on, we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. We're we're the carriers of God's presence. You know, we're going to be more influential. We're going to lead in a better way and 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 lead people to christ and lead people out of darkness if the presence of god is increased in our life do you all agree with that father i pray and and for you personally you you might have a direction you don't know which way to go in your life? Come on. The greater the in, the, the, the presence of God, the greater the, the direction you're gonna get from the Lord. Come on, you might you might have something you're not sure, a decision you need to make right now. Come on, why don't you lift your hands? Let's pray for that right now. Father, I pray as like God, we're praying for your presence. Just as, as you commanded, like God, to follow, like God, the, the, the presence across the jordan, because we have not gone that way before. Lord, those with their hands lifted, like God, they have things coming up in their life that like God, they don't know which way to go. They have haven't gone this way before but lord i pray that you would lead them that you would guide them that you would direct them by your spirit that they would sense by the spirit of the living god lord god direction lord god in their life for where they're going for the god in jesus name lord in jesus name i pray for the god but we pray pour out your presence pour out your spirit for the god in a great mighty way for the god in jesus name lord in jesus name Lord, we can't live without your presence. We don't want to settle, Lord God. We need to be intimate, increase intimacy. Come on, ask the Lord to take you deeper, a more intimate level, a more intimate relationship. Come on, personalize it right now. Ask the Lord to take you into the intimate embrace of the Heavenly Father. That we have a relationship that's not surface, that's not just religious, that is not legalistic but it's a true and intimate relationship with God that that we would get so much closer than we've been before, that we get so much closer than we were last year and of year past, but that we desire to get even closer to him. Come on, ask him, increase intimacy in our life, Lord. Increase intimacy. Increase intimacy. Your presence in our lives, Almighty Father, in Jesus' name.